Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're looking at a really weird one. We're looking at The Dead Don't Die from director Jim Jarmusch. Um, if you are a fan of his earlier works, um, things like Ghost Dog and Coffee and Cigarettes, Broken Flowers, you kind of know that this movie that was uh, advertised as a big horror comedy, zombie comedy, is not quite going to be what it seems. It's definitely more of a very strange uh, independent film, and uh, quite frankly, one that I loved. And so I'm really glad to be doing an episode on it. With me today is a new co-host. We've got Phil A. from the Slump Lords, a local hip-hop group here in Las Vegas. And uh, Phil's someone who I knew back when I went to UNLV, and so it's cool to get him on the show. I, I hadn't seen him in quite a while, but... You know, we've always been connected on Facebook and everything, and we ran into each other a couple times over the years, and uh, it was great to have him on the show. So before we get into that conversation about The Dead Don't Die, I do want to remind you to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And you know what? Something I was thinking about this morning, actually... Um, I always tell you guys to follow the social medias and to join the group and to rate and review and do all these things. I never ask you people to share the show. So you know what? If you're listening, share the episode. That would be awesome if you did that. Just click the share button, whatever social media it is. I don't care. Any one of them, just click share. I would love it if you shared this show. That would rule. So let's get on to the conversation about The Dead Don't Die. And of course, we will be getting into spoilers, so go see it first. All right, so we've got with us Phil A. from the Slump Lords. He's got a new album coming out, and I figured it would be a good time to finally get him here on the show. How's it going, man? What's up, David? Yes, Slump Lord, slump, slump, slump. (laughs) Thanks for having me, dude. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's good to be on a podcast that I'm subscribed to on my phone. That's hey, cool. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. And, you know, it's good to see you, too. I mean, uh, we, we knew each other from back in the UNLV days, and it's just, it's been a long time. It has been a long time, yeah. I used to work at all the stores over here on Maryland Parkway. Uh, uh, 
man, remember seeing you doing all the promo for Sony and all kinds of other stuff like that. Always dropping off flyers for shows. Back when I used to get out of the house for stuff other than movies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those days, back in the day. Well, uh, why don't you tell people, since it's your first time on the show, tell people a little bit about uh, the stuff that you do nowadays. Um, Well, been doing the same thing for a while. I'm pretty much uh, a producer, beat maker, rapper. Um, been doing various projects based out here in Vegas for like the past 10 years or so. I run a label called Rap is Fun. Um, we had a monthly show that ran for about two years and now our events are just kind of more spread out. Uh, people kind of know me most for my beats. Uh, I've done beats for other people's projects, uh, locally and like some other like underground hip-hop type people so yeah uh, i've been out here in vegas from new york long island been out here in vegas since 2003 so uh yeah um phil a pretty much known for the beats and the raps oh <laughs> yeah well I, I heard that the first two tracks from the pre-order of your new album which we'll plug and maybe play a track from later but uh Sweet. yeah good stuff man sounds really great thank you i've been um, doing it a while and i know we've been both <sighs> coming up with it so <laughs> yeah it's been a long time coming i've had other projects i know we'll plug it later but yeah i feel good about this one i feel like it's the best combo of other projects that i've done and stuff like that. awesome awesome <clears throat> so uh the movie we're covering today the dead don't die um when yes. we were chatting about you coming on the show you had mentioned this one was this like a movie big on your radar Are you a fan of uh jarmusch's stuff or uh it was big on my radar um i yeah, I consider myself a fan, but I really, have, when I was looking at his filmography, I realized I've only seen a few of his movies. Mm, me too, actually. Um, so I am curious to dig back uh, further, but Ghost Dog is the first one sure. that comes to mind, like, me too. big time. We were both hip-hop heads growing up. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, RZA doing the soundtrack, and in, in Ghost Dog, uh, that has always um he's always been on my radar since and you know coffee and cigarettes and uh broken flowers sure um i might have seen another one or two of his but yeah um uh i've always he's been on my radar and then with with this movie so many people that i love the way they promoted it sure and it was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to go see that. It's interesting how they promoted it. And, I mean, we'll start getting into the pieces here in a second. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, and I really like this movie. I'll say that right up front. Um, but it is promoted as a just straight-up mainstream comedy. And I don't yeah. know if they really did it a service with that because it is weird and it is slow and it is, uh, it's a Jim Jarmusch film. But, you know, and it's not yeah. really the... I I think, you know, people maybe were expecting something a little different, people who went yeah. out and caught it. I will say I enjoyed it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you'll hear that from too many people. I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of knew what I was getting into to an extent, um, but I think a lot of people won't. And even if you think you might know, it might not be fully <laughs> what you expect. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, why don't we get into some puzzle pieces? What do you have for your first puzzle piece for The Dead Don't Die? Okay. Uh, my first puzzle piece, um, you might have as well, but they clearly uh, directly mention George Romero and have the vibe 
Um, the setting in Pennsylvania, it's got that look and feel of being um, inspired by Night of the Living Dead. That's the obvious one. But I was also thinking of one of Romero's later ones, Land of the Dead. Sure. Um, is my puzzle piece because <clears throat> um, in Land of the Dead, the the zombies were starting to become self-aware and going back to their old places in life, the guy at the gas station. And uh, so I think Jeremouche, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but I think he definitely was inspired by Night of the Living Dead, but I think he might have seen Land, Land of the Dead. Sure. Absolutely. And Land of the Dead is a very underrated entry in that series. A lot of people never talk about it, but it's it's great. I always loved that one too. Um it's yeah. great. It, I yeah, that was great. Uh man, I I love that movie too. I remember seeing it in the theaters and yeah, it's not the best out of all the you know, Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, but it is a great one. Sure. And um but in the same sense, yeah, like fans of George Romero might not have might have thought he might have not hit it on the head as good with that one or realized what he was going for. And I think that kind of could go for this movie too. Yeah. Fans of Jim Jarmusch might have expected something more or whatever. But I think um I think he says it too. And it seems like, you know, he he got his friends that he's worked with on movies before to yeah. come. So it was just like it was just fun, and it was fun for me to watch it in the movies, and I think it was just fun for him to get everybody together. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a lot of his favorites and just bringing them together for just a fun zombie time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and, and absolutely, uh, you know, I might as well just, you know, piggyback right off that. I was going to bring up Dawn of the Dead, but yeah, I mean, all nice. of Romero's films, though, um, they, they've always, and I, I think a lot of, actually, filmmakers do this as well use the zombie genre to bring on various social issues. And while it's extremely heavy handed in the the dead don't die, I mean, it's like so on the nose, but part of that is just his style. And I think that he's, you know, I don't know. It just seems like he's just hitting a blunt and then just like, what if we just make them all be about iPhones and Siri and let's make fun of Trump. Like, you know, it's like very on the nose. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I think people wanted it to be more subtle, but yeah, it, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I and and I do think, um, you know, I think uh, if Romero was still around and was making a movie today, it, it would probably have a lot of these similar things talking about these things that are current. You know, he would be jumping oh, yeah. right into these current issues, Trump and environmental stuff and all that. Um, and and. I, I think that uh, also just like just on a purely surface level, um, you know, there's a lot of different iterations of the zombie throughout cinema. I think these are most closely to, you know, Romero zombies and just shuffling around and looking for not necessarily brains, but whatever it is they're looking for and just occasionally eating somebody, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Rest in peace, George Romero. Seriously. Man. Ooh. Serious, huge, uh, huge influence for MC Random and Jewish Dave, I should say. But uh. <laughs> yes, huge influence on me. Uh, my first group, Mob Zombie. Yeah, uh, I was thinking of it was making me think of that as I was watching the movie because we use those ideas from Night of the Living Dead with like the phone call or not the phone call, but like the radio in mm. between as the skits and sure. Um, everybody's used that since Night of the Living Dead, and 
Dawn of the Dead is my favorite one that you mentioned. Your yeah. piece, that's my favorite um, zombie movie and Romero right. movie. Um, but yeah. That's great. awesome. Well, uh, so we just did both of those back to back. So let's go back to you. What is your uh, next puzzle piece? So in the scene with uh, Riza mm-hmm. of Wu PS, um, <laughs> the abbot of the Wu Tang clan. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know the exact quote, but he says something like, the world is per- perfect, uh, and something about appreciate the details. And in that scene, I was already noticing the details in the background like uh, of that guy's shop, and he had like movie posters, and I saw the Army of Darkness poster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one, as another horror comedy, it was going to be my next uh, piece. Since he directly put it in there, I don't think that uh jim jaramush was um maybe has watched all kinds of horror comedies or was going for for that but like just going for his style in a zombie movie that's gonna be funny yeah yeah um but yeah army of darkness since i saw the poster in there i was like he's definitely he wouldn't just put that in there for no reason yeah absolutely we're we're gonna be like just back and forthing a lot in this episode i think because yeah, yeah i was gonna talk about evil dead too so, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page yeah we are um and you know i think it's like inevitable whenever i talk about horror movies on this show i bring up evil dead one of the evil dead movies whether it's nice. a little more serious and bring up the original or going for comedy you know i'm bringing up two and three but uh no absolutely army of darkness that 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 poster there and then evil dead 2 just as like you know, kind of the the as far as I'm concerned, the ultimate for horror comedy. You yes, know, and yes. and and this, you know, like you said, this is very much Jarmus's style of, uh, you know, I, I don't even know necessarily if you call it like it's almost like a mumblecore type of thing. Like it's like <laughs> it's very just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just very just like a very nothing kind of a style. Like just just people just existing and there's not much to it it's just you know let's set the cameras on these people and very minimal script and but uh but yeah uh well I, actually i wonder now that i say that out loud i wonder if the script is pretty nailed down or how much of it is like kind of almost improv style like that's a good um, question i was uh, for i watched like um some kind of like press junket thing on youtube last night to kind of prep for this or yeah. whatever and um I think it it was pretty much there what he wanted, mm-hmm. but I think you know also with like the, you're gonna let Bill Murray do what he wants to do or whatever to sure. add to it, and I think I think he really said it like how he wanted it to be slow. He wanted it, sure because I think that was part of the commentary with like we're all just staring at the phones, we're all zombies just like looking down or whatever. Yeah, but um. I get the feeling Tilda Swinton uh, basically oh. gets to do whatever she wants. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what it comes down to. Man, she's an amazing actress. She used to, like, I I don't know, like, I look, she, she would always play somebody evil for the first, like, I don't know how many movies I'd seen. I'd be like, oh, man, not this lady. Yeah. <laughs> you know <right>? I mean? <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm definitely a fan of her. And, uh, man, she was dope. But, so do you want to talk about her character right now? For- I, you know, I'm going to with one yeah. of my future puzzle pieces, but if you want to talk about her for a little bit right now, that's totally cool. No, uh, well, 
Let's see. While I'm still like in that scene with the RZA and stuff, I just sure. wanted to mention. I had to look up the actor's name, Caleb Landry. Mm, is that the? Uh, that's the guy who works there at the. Uh... Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's great in horror movies. He was in The Last Exorcism, and he's also oh, yeah. the creepy brother in Get Out. Yeah, he was so creepy in that movie. He's creepy in everything I've wow. seen him in. Um, he was also in that uh, movie with Tom Cruise from like a year or two ago. Um, uh, damn you would know uh is it uh, american something yeah, yeah yeah he was in that and he was creepy in that <laughs> <laughs> creepy dude so i had to look his name up caleb landry and yeah uh, he's it's cool when I, I know he's done stuff more than horror but it's cool when certain actors are just like pop up and you're like oh they're they live in this horror yeah universe yeah um so i also kind of thought something creepy was going to happen from him and it's not like not a on puzzle piece but his character gave me a little captain spaulding vibes oh yeah um, yeah um like house of a thousand corpses um like you didn't know if it wasn't a zombie movie he could have been the one leading you to like the texas chainsaw massacre house sure. or something like that absolutely yeah and and it's funny that they kind of take it in an opposite direction then because yeah he totally seems like weird enough to be like you know evil and like setting them <laughs> up and whatever but He's actually just a weirdo that's just trying He's to survive chill. too. He's yeah. Like, hey, Rizzo, can you drop some knowledge on him before you go? <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you'd say if you yeah. were in that situation? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. so great. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, so we just did uh, both Army of Darkness and Evil Dead too. So why don't we go back to you for another puzzle piece? Okay. Um, I don't know if the ending, right? Mm. So we'll talk. I don't know if you should talk about yours first or not, but um, I just thought of it earlier, how the ending with Tilda Swinton's character He's gave me, and I was like, what other movie made me be like, whoa, like that? And I thought of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ooh, nice. I was not going to say that. I'm glad you didn't say the one that I had, but that's a good one too. I like it. Because the ending <laughs> of that movie... Yeah, like, holy shit. Well, one, <laughs> some people might have went to that movie not knowing it was part of, like, Cloverfield universe, or some people might have went to it expecting to see, like, monsters from the first Cloverfield sure. movie or whatever. I love that movie, 10 Cloverfield. Like, oh, yeah, me too. Oh, uh, it's so sick. But, uh, because everyone gets, like, a different thing out of that movie. I remember going to the theater with, like, two different people, and we were like, I was like, no, yes, yes. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> man. But yeah, the ending of that movie, like, well, this the show is all spoilers, right? Like, sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, like with the aliens at the end of Ten, Ten Cloverfield Lane, that made me think of the alien ending uh, with Tilda Swinton. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought you would like that one. Oh um, yeah, and I love that movie so much. I love. To bringing up Cloverfield on the oh, show in any nice. way, shape, or form. Yes, so. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I love, I'd nerd out on all that. Like when that, um, even the Netflix one that wasn't even that good, I still liked it. I um, hate that one, but I hate it, but <laughs> I won't watch it again. But, um, just for the, the canon of whatever, like the possibility, it, for the hours of like other people's YouTube videos that I could watch talking about <laughs> nice. Cloverfield Universe. Maybe I'd like it more if I did that, but as of now, I still hate it. But uh, yeah, 
But you know, another another thing, like just to add on to your point though, there with Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, just the the really screwing with audience perception of yeah. what the movie is going to be, because like you said, I mean, they go into it, they don't know if it's going to be another giant monster movie like the first Cloverfield. They don't know, and with this, I mean, people kind of went in, I think, expecting like you know, just Bill Murray in a zombie comedy, you know, and they didn't really quite know what they were getting for better or worse for some people. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely a movie that, that messes with the perception of that. It's, you know, and I mean, I'll talk about this a little more later too, but I mean, it's almost like a parody of like many zombie, uh, uh, zombie cliches and tropes and things like totally. that. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Like- and it makes you wonder, it's like, does he know that he's copying it or paying homage to it? Or is he just <laughs> doing it like and not even realizing that? Like, you, you don't know like what... It's not like he was influenced by horror movies or zombie movies besides the George Romero stuff. Right. Like, um, it's almost like these are just simply ideas that just kind of pop in his head as he's making this movie. Yeah, and just it's just like oh that would be weird or that would be cool and uh, that's that's what drives it not necessarily make a horror movie you know yeah 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 <laughs> um, yeah and I think you know people might have have been spoiled with great horror comedy movies where they give you like the best of both you know what I mean and like I think it was cool like the zombie kills in this movie uh, I didn't. When you actually saw something, mm. it was cool. But yeah, there was some scenes where like you you wanted to see see it, and it was just like off camera. Yeah, or or just a, like a little CGI. Per, yeah, the dust, dust or whatever. Stuff, which I do wish it was like real gore, but I mean, we are talking about a very low budget film, and where all the budget probably went into getting all these stars, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like all of his homies that have been in movies with him before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like other people, you know, other directors do that. Like Wes Anderson gets Bill Murray and all the cool actors to come do it. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Wes and- Anderson gets, I think, a lot more money for his movies, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. Ma- maybe yeah. Uh, a few more people leave the theater satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to, I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> nicely (laughs) (laughs) well uh yeah no i i I like that puzzle piece and um i got two different directions i go with my i have two more puzzle pieces and i can go to either one but i'm gonna go to this one first um because you're talking about tilda swinton's character and about how weird she is and the ending and, and all that stuff yeah and um it that really her entire character in a lot of ways reminded me of philo from uhf oh my god i haven't seen uh uhf since high school we actually had a radio station in our high school and like we got to sometimes the assignments or like in class would be just watching movies like uhf sure private parts (laughs) and stuff like that so good for anyone listening at home that doesn't know uhf was weird al yankovic's movie and uh there was this character played by uh anthony geary i looked that up beforehand just to know and he was just this weirdo scientist that's like just so completely strange and 
unhuman and then yeah. at the end of the movie sure enough just for no reason uh, has nothing to do with the plot just turns into an alien and flies away and tilda swinton's character there's really no telling what the hell she's she is. like a mix of the bride with kill bill like <laughs> and michonne from walking dead yeah and uh yeah and, and then she can control don't... computers by just <laughs> flapping her fingers around like i mean she's 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 just so many weird I'll watch things the police station <laughs> yeah <laughs> was she watching those right angles everywhere she's like always walking in a straight line i mean she's oh, just so man. bizarre and uh i mean there's other bizarre characters i could uh i could point to in the history of film but i mean uhf was kind of the first one i thought of with that guy that's a great reference he, i gotta a, watch that movie again. such an oddball oh you do need to watch it it's so damn good it's so weird and so funny <laughs> yes love that era but yeah, um, I the whole time I enjoyed the movie, and I think once you start thinking about it, you'd be like, "Oh, I guess it wasn't this or that." But like while I was in the theater watching it, I was like, <laughs> I was enjoying it. I love Bill Murray. Adam Driver was probably one of the best parts of the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, he really he really did an awesome job in this movie. And you know, I was just thinking this morning about it, like because I was thinking about you know I was recording this, and I was like. Man, he is seriously one of the most interesting actors, especially for that age range. I mean, yes. he's like, I think he's uh, 35 right now, I think. Yeah, and like my age. Yeah, That's crazy. Like, it's <laughs> that makes like, me feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, just, I'm not trying to be an actor, though. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> um, he is, yeah, he's in a lot of great stuff. Um, and it's funny, like, going into the movie, I finally, like, he's done enough where I'm like, oh, Adam Driver. I wasn't like, oh, it's Kylo Ren. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, they freaking bring that, they throw that right back at you. That was great. Yeah, I know. Weird so, little meta moments like that throughout this movie, like all kinds of like little yeah, things like keychain. that. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then they called Jim Jarmus a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. I mean, it's just very strange. Yeah. So, like, early on when they first, like, kind of do that, when he's like, Oh yeah, it's the dead don't die. It's the theme song. Yeah, and I kind of like looked up. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be crazy." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I'm just picturing you right now. Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, yeah, and, and by the way, uh, the dead don't die. Great song, by the way. I, it I, is. I, I'm actually a big fan of Sturgill Simpson. I, I've moved away from my hip hop days to now listening to depressing country and singer songwriter stuff. So. Nice, yeah, man. You gotta listen to all kinds of music. Hell um, yeah. Can't just listen to one thing. Oh, well, you yeah. can if you want to, but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, the song was great. Obviously, they overplayed that a uh, bunch, and. Uh, yeah, it's the overplaying the, it was a really big joke, like how it just keeps coming up and keeps coming up. Yeah, like even the young kids are like, I love this song. Love that song. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those CD so, singles. Yeah, so like some of the some of the actors in the movie know that they're actors in the movie and mm -hmm. some of them don't. They some of them are just characters in the world, it seems like, right? Right, exactly. Which that's really like kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah yeah it is my i i would say um i mean the biggest thing that kind of annoyed me about the movie just like kind of talking about that and the actors and the characters was uh the stuff with those kids that never goes anywhere yeah i mean that literally doesn't go anywhere and i'm not sure if maybe i'm just not catching something 
but it's like no it's you're not so weird uh no yeah you're not not catching something i those were the parts of the movie where i like caught myself like not falling asleep but just like for a second like the little <laughs> head nod where i was like oh wait what the hell like, what's going on um i think uh, anyone that like reviews the movie kind of agrees with that it's like what was the point of yeah. of those kids in the movie um my only theory for that and i mean i i could be giving jarmusch way too much credit here yeah. but um my only theory for it is in a lot of like older like like 70s style horror comedy or i mean horror movies yeah um there would sometimes be like extra characters that don't really amount to much like you know like like yeah. in Halloween, for example, there's, you know, people at a different house and you're like, you yeah. spend a lot of time learning about them, but then they're not part of the main plot, you know? Absolutely. And Halloween was another poster in the background besides Army oh, yeah? of Darkness nice. in there. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah. That was the only thing I thought. Maybe he's like commenting on that, like kind of parodying the fact that there were these characters that really didn't amount to much. But I mean, it could just be that he... He was like, let's cast these three young actors and then forgot about them. <laughs> you know, when it got yeah, time they to don't, it. There's not, <laughs> nothing happens with them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, yeah, there was, there's, if you, the more you dissect it, the more you find things wrong with it, probably. <laughs> I'm but, sure. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, like I said, I enjoyed it. I think if you just want to see, like, I don't know, I, there's only certain. I don't go to the movies as much as you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll right. go for directors that I really like. And it's funny how like he's kind of like lumped into other directors just of like, you know, the nineties when we came up as kids or whatever. Like I love obviously Quentin Tarantino. Mm -hmm. I mentioned House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm psyched for Three from Hell from Rob Zombie. And I sure. hope it's as good as uh Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. Um and certain directors that I'll just like always want to go check their stuff out. Sure. And then certain actors too. And this was just like, oh man, I got to, this adds up. This is a lot of important people, like important to our generation of film going people, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I was like, Riza, I, I do wish that. Riza had some kind of scene with Bill, Bill motherfucking Murray. Yeah, that would be nice. Or, or I am I am I wrong in remembering? Did the Riza not have a zombie brains thing that he said? That kind of annoyed me. I I don't think he because everybody had their thing that they wanted, you know, in their in death. And he didn't. He just stares at the camera. He doesn't say something. I wanted him to say like you know like beats or like you know like yeah. something like you know yeah, like just blunts kind of you know bong bong. <laughs> yeah bong bong you know <laughs> Bob Digi <clears throat> um, yeah and like yeah so a lot of the the great actors maybe if you're going oh I want to go see for Riza like I I was expecting it to be cameos but I did want a little more crossover between the characters even if it was just a little sure head nod or whatever i think they just filmed filmed them like a few days like one day for this guy one day. yeah <laughs> yeah and i totally understand that but yeah rizza with ghost dog and coffee and cigarettes is seen with bill murray and jizza oh, that's um, one of the classics seriously oh my god <laughs> so good well uh do you have any other puzzle pieces uh i don't think so let me just make sure um well, yeah, no, I mentioned how <laughs> Kylo Ren, Star Wars, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, um, 
No, I don't have any more puzzle pieces. All right, that's cool. I I got one last one, and dope. It's it's a a very kind of obvious kind of one, and and that is Shaun of the Dead, which I think you know, of course, in itself is hugely inspired by yeah. Romero as well as the Evil Dead series. Um, it's so good, it is. It is, and and it's really kind of I think uh, become the gold standard for horror comedies. And even if like we've been joking around, uh, if Jarmusch wasn't necessarily out to make a horror movie, just had these weird ideas, I think he has to have been inspired by it in some way. You know? Yeah. And it, I guess I'll piggyback off that just slightly and have to mention Zombieland, sure. where Bill Murray was a zombie in that too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Shaun of the Dead is so damn good. Like, cause the zombie stuff is, is like on par with like zombie movies that were great. that were coming out around that time. Yeah. Like Dawn of the Dead remake and stuff like that. Yeah. That, that's the like thing too. Days later. Yeah. That's the thing too with, uh, with this movie and Shaun of the Dead is like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's mirroring a lot of the same tropes and, and, and things that make a zombie movie while also commenting on them, kind of parodying them. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, like a, a fine line to, uh, to cross. I also think another, uh, another parallel with Shaun of the Dead, um, you know, Shaun of the Dead, aside from the, the zombie humor, you're, you're also getting, um, some like cultural humor, some like British stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and in, in this, we're getting some of Jarmusch's like, you know, for lack of a, a better word, is like kind of like deadpan hipster humor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, it's mixing in. It's not just being a parody of zombie. It's also the director's style from where they're from, what they're raised on, you know? Yeah, definitely. And yeah, <laughs> I mentioned the hipsters in the movie. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but damn, Shaun of the Dead is so damn good. It's like the comedy is so funny and the zombie, it's a legit zombie movie. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. It's seriously one of the best movies so of, that of the spoil, decade. Yeah, that spoils uh, other things. And then not comedy wise, but like, and not a movie, but Walking Dead is kind of spoiled zombies. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, whether you like the show or not, but like the quality of the zombies is amazing. Right, right. You know, like, uh, what's his name? Greg, am I right? Is it Greg Nicotero? No, uh, one of the main like horror guys uh, that does that you know did effects on like Evil Dead and stuff like that. Like, oh, he's sure. like one of the main guys, and he does the the effects and stuff on Walking Dead. Hey, son, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> we have a Walking uh, Dead cat. But yeah, they the just the quality of the zombies is kind of like, and the character development like so you can't really get all that in a move like i don't know it'd be the next like i don't know it's gonna be a while for somebody to make a great zombie movie again i think i know it that was actually going into this movie is one of the reasons i was like as much as i was looking forward to it i was kind of like you know just zombies in general they're a, a little played out over yeah. the last few years you know and it's yeah. like i was like eh, you know i'm i'm going for the comedy and the jarmusch but like i zombies eh. you know even though growing up i was super you know super into them you know but um, oh my god yes yeah just the last few years though it's been like overkill yeah totally <laughs> totally zombie overkill well uh let's do the finished puzzle and then we'll get to any of our closing thoughts about the dead don't die 
So uh, our finished puzzle includes the Land of the Dead, as well as Dawn of the Dead, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2, 10 Cloverfield Lane, UHF, Shaun of the Dead, and Zombieland. Nice list. I watch, like it. Uh, that would be a great uh, marathon of movies to Hell watch. Hell yeah, it would. Damn, that would be... Like, seriously, no joking, that and would I be a hell of a marathon. also threw in Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. House of a uh, Thousand Corpses belongs on the list, too. Yeah. And Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Good, great freaking list. And uh, you got any other uh, thoughts about the movie before we wrap it up? Um... Just to repeat, I mean, I enjoyed the movie the whole time I was watching it. Like, I was smiling or laughing, or even if something was so ridiculous, it was like, okay, that was funny, like, for what it is. Um, Go into it, you know, go to a matinee and kind of know what you're expecting. Um, And uh, it's a fun fun movie. And uh, it's not the best Jim Jaramusch movie out of his whole career probably and i i want to go back and see what what other highlights of his career that that i missed besides uh broken flowers with bill murray and ghost dog is my favorite yeah i mean (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah no you know the only other thing i wanted to mention um because i know we we mentioned some of the actors we mentioned adam driver bill murray tilda swinton um tom waits i think we mentioned at one point uh, oh yeah, Tom Waits, man. But I mean, so many, so many other people. I mean, I mean, Higgy Pop being in it. Uh, yeah, Selena Gomez being in it. Chloe Sevigny, uh, Steve Buscemi. I don't think we brought up. Oh um, yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah, I didn't. That his. Oh man, first of all, I love Steve Buscemi. So funny, and it's kind of weird how having such one of the most lovable guys <laughs> try to be um, like. Uh, a hateful character yeah yeah so i don't know if that worked <laughs> you know what i mean it worked so well for me okay yeah to yeah. me it was nice. like yeah but to me exactly for that exact reason though because it was right. like so ridiculous i don't know if it worked yeah uh, narratively or like filmmaking wise but like for me it was just like hell yeah it's steve buscemi is a racist trump supporter like yeah, come on this is yeah, great MAGA, hell, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, just the, for the absurdity of it. Yeah, exactly. And then his payoff, it was just like in the distance in the background. Yeah. Stuff like that where you're like, all right, well. No, but it was great. Um, yeah, Steve Buscemi. Who else? Makes it? Uh, Rosie Perez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Posey Perez or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Perez, yeah. <laughs> Posey Perez. And uh, 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 Glover was in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's great. Such a, just so many people, and I mean, they all get little moments of uh, you know, just like little fun moments here and there. And even if they don't all you know get to share the screen at times, and they you know their stories, some of them don't really go too far. Um, it's just great seeing all these people in such a an yeah. odd movie. You know? Yeah, and it is great as just like Adam Driver, Bill Murray, buddy yeah. movie. Hell yeah, and then Chloe's. Uh, how do you say it? Seven yay. Seven yay. I there didn't know go. that until like very recently. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. So it was cool to have her. Um, and she was kind of playing um, like some of like old horror movie um, themes. Like just like the girl's just crying for no reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great uh, actress. She's I mean. amazing. She's great. Um, and of course, Tom Waits. I mean, 
what yeah. what you know what can we say about tom waits i mean <laughs> you know it's just perfect Man. yeah that's uh <laughs> That's where uh, what's his, where Heath Ledger got the Joker voice from from Tom Waits. Yeah, I was like hearing that, like just his regular talking voice. That's hilarious. Sounds like the Joker. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Well, I think that does it for the Dead Don't Die. Uh, Phil, as I always uh, ask my guests, you got a movie you saw recently you want to recommend? Um, I'll keep it on topic. I let's see. Well, the last movie I saw at home was the latest Halloween movie. So Mm. we could stay on brand with that. All right. And, uh, it was cool. Uh, I, again, there's another movie. I enjoyed it the whole time I was watching it. And then if you go back and think about it afterwards, you start thinking, being like, man, why is it? (laughs) Um, they just announced today, the day we're film uh, recording this, that they're doing a sequel. So, Oh wow. It's coming. Okay. So that'll be interesting. So like that, that Halloween 2018 negates every sequel before it. Yeah. Right? Um, which Halloween 1 and 2, the original ones, I always lump them as one. Mo- like, I have to watch two as soon as one ends. Like, I love sequels that start the moment the last one ends. Right, like right. Back to the Future. Is that, sure. Yeah, or like um, the Hatchet movies are like that. John Wick. John Wick. Oh, you know, I got to catch up on the sequels. Oh, my God. Uh, John Wick 3 is so goddamn good. Damn. I, oh, yeah. I, man, I got to catch up on I don't stuff. usually do a plug, but I'm going to plug John Wick 3 for everybody. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to see that. I've been going to the the Tropicana cinemas nice. again lately and catching up on movies. Uh, what did I see there the other day? Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank. I know I, I need to catch up. I, that's why... I, I want to listen to your podcast more, but I'm like, oh, spoilers. But some movies, I'm just, I realize now I'm like, I'm going to listen to some episodes and it'll either make me want to see a movie that I never heard of. Yeah. Or uh, some, if I'm planning on seeing the movie, then I'm like, all right, let me kind of watch first. And then, right. Maybe that, maybe the episode. I love this podcast. Sorry to cut you (laughs) off. I love this podcast because a lot of times after I see a movie, I want to like, talk to people about it and nerd out about it or just watch like people's reviews on youtube about sure. it just to see if they caught the same things that i did so this is yeah. a very cool platform for yeah hey, I, I appreciate that man so much and uh yeah i mean obviously that that's exactly how i came to you know the idea of doing a podcast on movies you know and and this basic concept you know that i came up with for it um but yeah it's just because i love to talk about movies and yeah. just kind of like movies like Dig 10 in. Cloverfield Lane. Like yes. after that came out, I watched like hours of YouTube stuff. And oh my God. Oh, it's so good. It's so freaking good. Well, Phil, uh, tell people where they can find your music. Your new album's coming out. Okay, yes. Um, I am uh, part of the group Slump Lords, and we have an album, Marilyn Harkway, coming out on the 28th of June. Um, you can find it at slumplords.bandcamp.com. And uh, after the 28th, you'll be able to find it on whatever you listen to music, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, anything like that. Also, you can find my solo projects, Phil A. Um, That's a little harder on the search engine. Um, (laughs) But you can find it all at rapisfun.bandcamp.com or philA.bandcamp.com. And you can find me... uh, on Twitter and Instagram at BeatMakingMC or at Slumplords with a little underscore at the end after Slumplords on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. 
Nice. And uh, thank you for having me on and let me uh, tell people about the album. We also, for any hip hop heads out there, we also have features from uh, Cool AD from Das Racist, Declaim, also known as Dudley Perkins. You might know him for working with Mad Lib and his wife, uh, Georgia Ann Muldrow. And then for Vegas uh, hip hop veterans, we have uh, Isaac Sawyer, who's been holding it down in New York City uh, with his raps and beats. He's been big on the beats, live beat scene out there. And my boy, Rasan Arigato, which he used to go by Bamboo, but there's another Bamboo rapper. And he was in Mob Zombie with me, so we're kind of full circle with all the uh, features. Declaim, Dudley, he was on the Mob Zombie album back in the day, so it's great to still be um, linked with the people that I'm friends and fans of their music. And so, some of those names are have a fan base, some of them not as big, and I want people to hear this stuff because... It's really dope. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I, I don't, I hate like pushing my stuff and like telling my friends to, but I'm like, this is the one where I'm like, all right, I feel good about this one. Hell yeah. Slump Lords, Marilyn Harkway. Awesome. Well, hey man, this was great. Thanks so much. And uh, should we leave people with one of the tracks from the album? Yes, uh, let's do that. Um, we'll go with Gray Days, which is one of the singles and kind of fits the dreary horror vibe. I'll wait for that day When I go outside and everything is great They say, hey, hey, have a nice day To be honest, some days I just can't Today, today, I just, I can't I cannot wait when it's great They tell me that the sky is blue, it's gray Okay, okay, okay have a nice day, okay. But to be honest, some days I just can't. Hey, all the best rappers are dead. All that I owe is my rent. Plenty of rhymes in my head. Which one to pick is the quest. Going through life is a test. Slump how they measure success. I got no one to impress. I could pick out all the frauds. Look at the style they bought. I don't know how they were taught. I hear the sound of applause If you get mad at my songs Add that salt into my sauce Leave you alone with your thoughts Think of the problems you cause I gotta show and improve I gotta show with the crew Nobody's checking for you Slump out a handle the blues Sip it a handle of booze I've been a fan of the dope Learning the lessons of codes Dressing the freshest of clothes Limited pressures that go Record executive dope when I get checks for the raps, I put it back in the bag Till I got gold in my records and black. Both stay swollen, speakers on blast, spaz I'll get it back if I lose it Yeah, they'll come whack or confusing Running ain't tripping my shoes I'm moving, dripping the moonlit Leave non-believers influence No need for scheming or fooling Nothing to do with the fakes Been dreaming how I would do this Can't have the truth on my face I'll wait for that day When I go outside and everything is great they say, hey, hey, have a nice day To be honest, some days I just can't Today, today, I just, I can't huh. I cannot wait when it's gray They tell me that the sky is blue, it's gray Okay, okay, have a nice day But to be honest, some days I just can't Y'all ain't hear me though 
Till I walked in with this hair and bone Well, let me fly with this Evian I just levitate if they don't let me on I'ma meditate, cause they piss me off I don't elevate, bitch, I blast off Eyes wide shut, man, take your mask off Line me up, no hacksaw Grind weed up, his headband Sign me up, a dead man My instincts led me to these badlands A lap dance had me man tan Groupie loved the gap band Had a bad day, guess karma never sleeps for the bad man Slump, that's right, can't see me coming Unless you use a black light Ain't fucking with you turkeys unless it's brakes on a backslide All we do is murder the flow Getting scratched like the white rock with the A-ball Scratch off the cereal and a vertigo Check the balance of your stereo Slump, Lord, oh, grand imperial This is not a test Disappoint where true destiny manifests Slump up the volume, bass on 10 Dissipate the stress, Start. Slow down, weldy, just chug the whole 40 They dopey off coding Rolling off rollies, papooses, parolees My shouty float when I'm smoking on a stogie Bogey in sight, kamikaze jackknife When I land on a mic, what's your plans for the night? Mad dog on analog, don't mean to brag But my squad got catalogs, alcohol mixed with medicine Help a nigga swing the pendulum I'll wait for that day When I go outside and everything is gray They say, hey, hey, have a nice day To be honest, some days I just can't Today, today, I just, I can't huh. I cannot wait when it's gray They tell me that the sky is blue, it's gray Okay, okay, have a nice day But to be honest, some days I just can't Bobby, I want you to meet my colleague, Dr. Hamilton. And I'd like you to get the fuck out of here. It's all get out of here. Get, get, get out of my room. Get out of here. Alright, I hope you enjoyed that conversation about the Dead Don't Die, and I hope you enjoyed that track from the Slump Lords. Remember, you can get their uh, new album over on slumplords.bandcamp.com. The album's called Maryland Harkway. So, uh, you know, one other thing I wanted to say about the Dead Don't Die before we wrap this episode up is, uh, you know, you listened through this whole episode now, so you know that this was a weird movie. It was a very slow, slow movie. Very kind of anti-comedy, very, um, you know, to wrap it up, not for everyone kind of movie. But it was still in four theaters here in Las Vegas. A movie like this got made with a budget, with stars, and got put in theaters. I think the whole argument about, oh, you know, small movies don't have a place anymore. That's why they all go to Netflix or Amazon or whatever. I've been saying it's bullshit for a long time. Movies like this still get made and they still end up in theaters. And yeah, when one of them happens, like for example, Roma last year that I was complaining like crazy about because it wasn't playing at any theaters here in Las Vegas, um, that sucks and that's intentional. These movies do get made and a lot of them still end up in the theaters. Obviously, The Dead Don't Die is an example of a small movie that ended up in theaters. And, you know, some of the other movies I've loved this year. Climax was in theaters. It was in two screens, but that's theaters. It, it made it to our town in just two screens. Yeah, movies like Marvel Avengers is going to be uh, in, you know, 50 screens or whatever. But just give us one or two screens for these small indie films. That's all we're asking. And then you can go put it on your Netflix and your Amazon and all your streaming services. That's all we're asking because we love cinema, you know? So anyway, 
Let's uh, close it up then and remind you all to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You can join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you'd like to share this episode, that would totally rule. Um, We really appreciate all the support from everyone out there listening. And sharing the show just helps us get to more and more listeners and find more people who want to be on the show, like Phil. So uh, it's awesome. Anytime you people share the uh, episodes and get more people listening, we really appreciate it. So let's leave you guys with a piece of music today. And you know what? To keep with the uh, local Las Vegas hip-hop spirit, I don't talk about my comedy rap stuff on here very often, but it does fit the theme of the show for The Dead Don't Die. Let's play a track from my comedy horror murder rap group, MC Random and Jewish Dave. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay, let's just do it. This is a song called Love to Murder. Love to Murder. Is it Love to Murder or Love to Murder? What did we name this song? I don't even remember. We never even released it. I gotta look. What do we call it? Oh, it's Love to Murder. Okay. So, this is a song called Love to Murder, which we never did release because it was supposed to be on our album Songs in the Key of Murder 2, which will probably never happen because we've grown up and don't rap about murder anymore. Although that's not really true because we have a whole bunch of unfinished songs that we probably will finish at some point and then release a whole new album. This stuff is just so ridiculous, but I hope you enjoy it. Like a thousand times to bust rhymes, do crimes across flat lines. You wish Dave is the name, and I fucking love blood. Random to my right, yeah, he's my best bud. I wrote a smiley face on the page next to that line, cause he's my best buddy. Till the end of the line, now back to the murder. It'd be bloody as fuck. Laughing all crazy while I cut your face up. When I'm done, I incinerate your ass and use the ash like baby powder to dry my balls and ass. I'm the best rapper slash rapist slash slash your wrist. I'm assuming you must be a masochist, cause you open your mouth and try to mess with the killers. We be murderers and cuddly like Godzilla. That was real dumb, boy. I'm sure that you heard it. I'm sure random Jewish. We love to murder Shoot you in the face Stab you in the brain Choke you while I laugh Cause I'm fucking insane You ain't a killer You just an observer And she ran him to a day We love to murder Slice and dice Chop and chop Right now you'll be listening to real hip hop You don't know how to die You're a real quick learner And she ran him to a day We love to murder Probably said so Serious business Pick out the bumps So there is no witness My teeth be grinding My face be crazy Murder that ass Need it if I'm lazy Bitch don't face me Body in the scene Went to a school For a murdering degree And all points west. 